If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I'm your host, Doc. We're going to talk about some situations that are going on, just some subject matters. I'm not here to try to kick some super knowledge to you, open your third eye. I'm just here to entertain you, talk about some things in my own perspective, maybe in a different light than you see. I would love for you to join me. Just look me up on your favorite search engine. You can find me at Strange Talk with Doc on Instagram, Facebook or wherever you listen to podcasts and enjoy them the most. Let's start off with this Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam, for those who don't know, used to be a member of Mighty Pythons. Not only was he a member of Mighty Pythons, he is also a movie produ- uh, producer. And he came up with this claim that he is tired of white men being blamed for everything that's wrong in the world. Uh, Mr. Gilliam, and I'm using that word Mr. Lightly here, is totally off base. Unfortunately, for white men, who are the most privileged people on the planet, more privileged than white women or anybody else, white men are to blame for a lot of the ilks and ills of society. They have, uh, unfortunately, if I piss you off, then go fuck yourself. But this is the honest truth. White men have raped, robbed, and pillaged the world for centuries. It's not that I dislike white men. I uh, have been very close to a lot of white men. But I also deal in reality and facts. And due to them bringing their religious beliefs, their financial structures, disease, violence, they are to blame for a lot of things. Racism is really not an issue or a situation created by people of colors in most places. I'm not saying that there aren't caste systems in certain places. There aren't structures where people aren't allowed to leave from their poverty or advance because of the systemic racism in their culture. But on the whole, white men have caused a lot of damage to the world that we live in, especially America. Uh, Slavery, 400 plus years ago, and the effects are still here today. The Indians are still not even treated like regular citizens of this country. So don't tell me. When you think about that, and him being a Brit, the UK, United Kingdom, has conquered, taken over, and still control interests in a lot of countries 
where they are non-white residents and the power structure is completely white. So cut the shit, Gilliam. Just cut the shit. So we had uh, Trump this week. He kills that General uh, Soleimani. He goes to Mar-a-Lago, right? And uh, where he's basically conducting business because the White House is not good enough for Trump. He wants to leave the swamp. He has to get out of Washington. So his advisors had told him that there were quite a few ways that he could have handled General Soleimani. But he took, against their advice, the most dramatic choice that he possibly could, because we know that the impeachment trials are there. We know that he has things hanging over his head. He doesn't do his, he hasn't given us his taxes. So he's constantly deflecting. I'm not sitting here and going to tell you that Soleimani did not deserve to die. Soleimani probably was a wicked man and was planning to do some wicked things to our country. But we have to have a president in place who has some diplomatic skills, responsibilities, and uses every option before going to the gun, per se. You know, so Iran issues death threats against our president, which I do not approve. I do not approve of any country, no matter how much I despise or dislike this man or find him to be in a position that he is unqualified for. And it's not that I dislike Trump so much. I dislike the fact that this is a man who's not qualified to do the job. My name is Doc. That's what I'm referred to. But I am not a medical doctor. I will not perform surgery on you. And Trump is not a man who should be leading the free world in any way, shape, or form. You know? Then we get Mike Pompo. He's the Secretary of State. And he wants to put this blame for what has happened in Iran on Barack Obama, the former president of the United States, because he states that he appeased Iraq and Iran too much during his time as president. So when the sun don't shine and the rain don't fall and the wrong team wins the Super Bowl, it's Obama. It's always Obama. This administration is, is whacked out and they're far out there. And there's really not much you can say about that, right? And I agree with Elizabeth Warren. Trump is just pushing us or trying to push us into a conflict because he has this appending impeachment trial. And he wants something so you can look another way. That's why all of a sudden Kim Jong-un's name reappears in the media. Out of the blue, just out of the blue, his name reappears because he is looking for anything and everything uh, to just deflect. Now, we know, and I had this discussion with somebody earlier this week, the impeachment will not happen before this election. And I don't even believe that this is what they really want. They just want him to be in the process of being impeached so that they can use this as a political tool so that when the election time comes up, they can ask the American public, would you really want to vote for a person who is being investigated and on trial for impeachment? 
And it's a very simple question. It's a right or wrong type of question. And even his sicker fans would have to sit back and go, do I really want a man that I don't know will make it through the next four years as president due to improprieties and uh, uh, things that he's done that might cause him to lose his seat? Do we want Mike Pence as the president of the United States if Trump was to win again? So the Democrats in the House and the Senate, they have to do the right thing. Uh, Pelosi promised that she would get this paperwork out this week coming up. And we shall see. We shall see if she does what she says she's going to do. But you can almost not trust any politician. I don't care if they're left, if they're right, if they're liberal. It doesn't really make any difference. So we had to have a march in the Brooklyn Bridge this week because of the spike in anti-Semitic attacks. New York, what the fuck is the matter with you, brother? Seriously, people are people. And just because they might not be your people does not mean that they are people to be attacked, offended, disrespected, because at the end of the day, you are going to have to answer to your higher power for how you treat other human beings. We have to get to a place in time in our minds and our hearts and our souls that every person on this planet is a soul-filled creature. And how you treat them is a reflection on how you feel about yourself. So it has to come to that point. I don't have to particularly respect you. I do not have to particularly like you to not bother you. They're not mutually exclusive. I never have to bring harm to you, even if I dislike you for whatever reason. But that's on de Blasio. That's on Cuomo. They have to come up with some kind of legislation, some kind of rules that make these crimes because somebody attacks somebody based on only their religion, their sexuality, or their color a hate crime, and they have to have these judges prosecute them in said manner. They can't go light on this type of thing. We don't, because when it's black people, we are going to scream, we're going to shake, we're going to holler, and we're going to bring the funk. But we have also got to be in a position where we respect others. I didn't say you got to love them. But you could just leave them alone. Live and let live. Live and let live. It's not that big a fucking deal. I watched Power this week. This is a show that I've given a lot of fucking grief to. I've given Power grief for the last year. I thought last season was really bad. But this first episode uh, that focused on Dre, who we got with me? That's Ned Boy. Ned, it's a long time. Happy New Year's, brother. Happy New Year's. Yeah, it's been a while. How's life treating you? Uh, life is good. How's everything with you? I can't complain. I can't and I won't complain. Life is all right, man. I got no I finally, had a, finally had a no work Saturday, so thought I'd give oh, you a call, call in. Good for you. Not only that, it's a football Saturday, so you get to enjoy that too. Oh, yeah, but I normally be in before the games. Come on. Okay. Well, I was just talking about um, a show that, I, like I said, I've been given a lot of grief to. It's called Power. 
And okay. the first episode aired last week, and it was Dre heavy. Yeah, and I, I actually really, 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 really enjoyed it. Was it the same nonsense that they always do? Where they, I mean, who gets arrested three times in one day and released twice? Nobody in the history of the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I did find one flaw, though. Well, that was one right there. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> What else did like, you find? Because I was like, uh, when he escaped the the FBI, I was like, yeah, really? The FBI going to let you go take a piss in the corner and not stand there? And they're only going to uh, send two agents with you? And no one's uh, going to look for you after that? Listen, you can't go to a rehab center in the most ghetto section of the America and not pull your dick out in front of somebody. They've seen your <laughs> dick before. You're going to piss. They don't give a fuck. They go like this. You got one shot. You piss or you pee in your pants in the back of my car. But we're taking you in. And then but, you, you, would know, think, you would think, um, being that he signed that deal, that they would be looking for him at all his places like his mom's house. Why would they check there? Well, you know what? Uh, there's always going to be holes in power because there is a degree of lazy writing that is incredible on the show. But yeah. like I said, I thought that it was so fast paced that I really did not have a problem. This was one of the rare ones I didn't have a problem with, even though they stole Dre's death straight from my eyes, people. Don't fool yourself. That was season one's uh, the mobster's son was killed with the firebombing in the cell. Yep. So if you never seen Oz, get Oz. Now, I do have to talk about this. Law and Order was outstanding. If you have not seen Law and Order last episode, it's the first one of the new season. See Law and Order. It was a very good episode. Yeah, I watched that last night. Okay, Ned. Now, I'm going to say something that I... Two weeks ago, I would have been ashamed to say. I have started watching Family Matters. I never seen Family Matters when it aired originally. I'd never seen Urkel. I didn't know nothing about Urkel. I didn't know nothing about those Winslow people. I actually really enjoy Family Matters. Okay, laugh at me. I am, I am basically finished. I. Uh, I watched everything but before Urkel. Oh, you watched so you watched the entire Family Matters every season. Yeah, I might have missed uh, a couple of episodes here or there, like between two and eight. And actually, I I watch Family Matters because we have a rule here: we don't watch blood and guts when we eat breakfast or lunch. Okay. So we keep it to like lighthearted comedies. Because I don't want to see somebody's fucking head shot off while I'm trying to have some eggs. So, uh, and so every time we watch the show, it makes us rethink the Cosby show. Now, I hate to do that black on black crime thing where you compare one black thing to another black thing. But I think that other than Urkel and his foolishness and this wildo guy who should be locked up in a, a mental institution. 
I think that Family Matters dealt with more subject matters than the Cosby show did. So as a family, I find Family Matters family to be more legitimate than the Huxtable family. Was it because the parents are more relatable, or what do you think? No, it's because situations were real. One, kids ask for money, which kids do. The Cosby kids never asked for a dime. This was the Cosby kids, Theo's punk ass, in the heart of downtown Brooklyn in one of the worst times in the history of New York City, the 1980s. You know, four blocks away from where the Cosbys live, 50 Cent hung out on the corner every day. The real 50 Cent. He would have robbed Theo every fucking time he seen him. We never heard of Theo being robbed or any of the kids ever being put in any situations of danger. And here's another thing that, if you ever notice one thing about the Cosbys, they never left the fucking house. If they left the house, they didn't film them leaving the house. So everything basically happened in that house. All the yeah, guests we, came to that house. They never right. went on vacation. I only remember one episode that uh, the youngest, not the youngest daughter, the second daughter went out of state and they ended up getting, and like, someone stole a car and wallets. But that's the only episode I re- recall, like, them going somewhere. Well, she stuck out the house. Oh, no, but they would go places. But we would never go with them. Like, the family never went to the movies together that we seen them at. They never went bowling. They never really went to restaurants. I mean, they never did that family stuff that every other family show does. If you think about it, I don't care if you watch The King of Queens. They, they, every couple of episodes, they had a restaurant or they had a, a bar. The Huxtables, everything was in that fucking living room. The whole world was that living room. Now, I'm not I'm not downgrading the Cosby's. It was a great show. It's just that it was a lot less realistic, even though Urkel is the most unrealistic. He actually is a Nick at Night character. That's well, not I mean, even... The only thing I didn't like when they started incorporating Stefan too much. Uh, you know what? Stefan, him in his white suits, uh, is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous premise. But a lot of the show was ridiculous. But at least Eddie got speeding tickets. At least Eddie got harassed by the cops. At least Laura got beat up and robbed for her leather jacket. At least they went out to uh, parties. And they would show you at the party. See, the difference is the Cosby kids would say, we're going to a party. You see them at the front door and then boom, scene over. Back to the living room. We go to the party with them. We go to class with them. Okay, going out for the Cosby's is every once in a while they take us down to Cliff's basement uh, doctor's office. You know, but uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not knocking the show. It's just, I know I'm 25 years late for Family Matters, but I'm yeah, glad I, I, I actually I, found the show. I wish I'd never even... I, Growing up, I never even watched the Cosby Show until I think I finally saw every episode of the Cosby Show maybe a year and a half ago to two years. I just sat down and watched all the Cosby shows, and I watched all the different worlds. That was like the first time I didn't, because growing up I was outside. I didn't, 
I didn't see the Cosby Show. Listen, the between the eighties and about ninety three, ninety four, I didn't even know what my couch and bedroom looked like. It was a hit and run situation for me. I actually partied, played, and I lived my life. So there TV, is a new show you might like. Uh, it's that Lincoln Rhyme Bone Collector. I mean, there's only been one episode, so it's hard to judge by one show. But so far, it's pretty good. Hmm. I have never heard of that. It just—it's a new show. It just came. It just started. Um, actually, it just started yesterday. So uh, that was the first episode. Uh, Fridays yeah. on NBC. Well, then this is going to make me skip to a, another subject. I just switched over literally three days ago from Spectrum, Spectrum, Time Warner, whatever the hell they call yeah. it. I am now a U-verse person. AT&T? Yes, AT&T. Yeah. And I am so happy. First of all, I think that their channels are clearer mm-hmm. because it's fiber as opposed to Kodak cables. And two, for anybody out there that's using uh, AT&T and they're having a problem with their remote control showing all the stations, you can tell the remote to disable all the standard def and only show you the HD station. Give yourself yeah. 20, 30 minutes to figure it out. Go on, you know, your 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 use your menu and use your remote and delete stuff. You can delete stuff. It won't be gone. You just don't have to see it. Yep. It's a, Spectrum was sticking me up for 250 bucks a month. 250 yeah, yeah. bucks a month. Yep. That's, me and my friend was just discussing this. He was like, his cable bill was three and change. I was like, well, this is why I keep doing a new customer package because I refuse to pay over $150 for cable. Well, let me tell you this, man. And this ain't funny, and this really pissed me off. So I called Spectrum about a month ago, right? I say, hey, Spectrum, I want to cut my cable down, my bill down. Okay, give us your cell phone number. What am I giving you my cell phone? Because we'll make you a deal if we take over your cell phone. I don't want you to take over my cell phone. I want oh, they want, to yeah, just... they're trying to get people on the Spectrum uh, cell phone carrier. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to be on the quadruple pack because I'm already on home phone internet yeah. and cable so now i give you my and I, I don't know if what's going on in new york but we drop service about three times a week down here so that means i would have no home phone no cell phone no cable and no internet screw you <laughs> so i go no i'm not doing that so i said how what could you do to help me with my bill you know what this fucking guy did whatever he did he raised my bill six dollars oh my god I called to lower my bill. He raised my bill six dollars. So I went from two hundred and forty one dollars to two hundred and forty seven. Who the He's fuck? like I will show you for not giving me commission on, on that cell phone. I'm gonna raise your bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he figured out it must have been some kind of thing that I wasn't being charged for and said, Click, let me hit that yep. button and make sure your ass get charged this month. So I dropped him and who calls me yesterday? Spectrum. Yep, Spectrum. They go, they'll call you. They'll call you a, about a week or so later to see if they can get you back with a new deal. Oh, we can give you this special, special, special deal. You only pay a hundred nineteen a month. I said, yep. well, that was what I called you about a month ago. Lose my number. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did that. They did that to me because I was like, oh, I'm a, I was gonna. I tried to fake them out. I was like, I'm just gonna call them and say I'm gonna cancel, and then they're gonna put me in touch with their retention department, and the retention department's gonna give me a deal. Nope, that didn't work out. After I got Verizon installed, then they called me and was like, Hey, we can give you this uh, better deal than Verizon. And I was like, Not nah, too late. They just came and took three hours of installing cable. You think I'm gonna go through this the following weekend? Yeah, yeah. Well, the dude came in, and you know what I like? I was dropping service and, like, uh, internet service when I would go to other rooms yeah. in the house. Like, I do this I do this podcast from another bedroom that I have, which is just basically set up like a studio. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, at least for 30 seconds of every show, it would just conk out on me my Wi-Fi. But this Wi-Fi is strong, man. Uh, this, I right now, I'm, I'm, I hate to plug somebody I ain't making a damn dollar for, but if I had to vote today between AT and T and Spectrum, I'm going AT and T. But let's, you know, talk to me again in three months. I'll tell you. Yeah, how I, I, I agree because the picture does look better when you use fiber optic. Because I left Spectrum and went to um, Verizon. The picture is clearer. The only thing is when you live in New York. You do miss New York One. Uh, you know what? I miss New York One. I don't have it anymore. I had it. Yeah. And we have our version of Raleigh One. Okay. It's gone. So now I watch news in the morning. So what? I watch ABC and To Good Day America or Good Day New York or whatever the hell that is with Michael Strand where they gossip too much. And then I go to regular television. But I did get New York One down here, and every once in a while I would be nosy and say, what the hell is going on back home? Yeah, I enjoyed that station. Then I came familiar with, like, the news reporters, and now I still sometimes hit one thinking I got it, but <laughs> of course I don't. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm going to get rid of Verizon. As soon as my bill, like I said, go over $150, and I'll be, because uh, I don't have no, like, HBO, I don't have no premium channels. So I'm like, my bill should never go over $150, but it always Think does. about this. I had no premium channels either. Oh, and wow. it was 247 per month. Wow. With no, they, and put it just, I have one, what they call premium channel, which they would not allow me to lose, is Stars. Because for some reason or another, Stars is linked to a sports package. I'm like, why is Stars linked to a sports Oh, if you drop stars, you lose the NFL channel and you lose the NBA channel. And you want to know something? They have to realize there's a little un... uh, It's not a quiet secret. There's a thing called VPN that allows you to bypass all this bullshit, really. Yeah, this is why I don't have premium channels. I mean, I ain't, I'm not trying to say anything about NetBoy. I'm not trying to say anything about myself, Doc. But <laughs> VPN allows you to bypass. Put it you this way. I have cable, and I still don't watch my shows on cable because I refuse to fast forward through commercials. So you, I guess you can read between the lines what I do. Do, do you like, like Dracula and stuff like that? Who? Like Dracula. Dracula, the vampire? Yeah. Yeah, but would I watch a TV show about him? Probably not. All right, they have I a, mean, I watch, I watch True Blood. They have a new Netflix show about 
Count Dracula, the original Count Dracula. It's only three episodes, but they're like an hour and 40 minutes long each. Do so you, far, you know so what? I, I can get into something like that. Like, I bypassed, I had all five uh, R. Kelly's downloaded. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I just don't give a fuck, so I deleted them. That was a hard watch, man. That was a hard watch. See, I watched I the watch first one. Oh. oh, I didn't even try to watch the second one. I happened to watch the first one. One day I came in the house like at 2 in the morning, and I watched the first episode because it was on TV. It was running the marathon. You know my ass stayed up to finish it? Yeah. See, but I can't. I, I'd seen the second season. I said, let me download all five episodes. And I had them, and I looked at my wife. I said, do you? She was like, no. I was like, you know what? I'm deleting this shit because... I'm not watching enough. I'm not giving R. Kelly ten hours of my life. Not ten uh, hours. If 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 you could find the Whitney documentary, it's just called Whitney. It was in the movie theater like two years ago. That was superb. You know that was what? Probably the greatest, most depressing two hours of television I watched in a while. I will get that. Whitney's on my list. Now I got one for you, and I, I mentioned this to the people that listen. Oh, and by the way, I want to tell you, and I want to thank you, man, for your help over the over the years. Strange Talk with Doc is up to a hundred and ninety one thousand plus downloads. Oh, that's cool. One hundred and ninety one thousand downloads. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember when I mean, we were struggling to somebody. get 35 on uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. YouTube was a tough, tough factory, tough sell. Yeah, uh, talk show has been fantastic. I, I went in one day, and and I had, like, shit. Next time I looked, 37,000 more came up. And it's oh, like every cool. week. I mean, I had some shows, 5,000 downloads, 6,000 downloads. Cool, so that means you have a weekly following at least. Yeah, somebody, somebody's tuning in. And by the way, we were just talking about documentaries. Here's one that's going to give you a lot of insight to Trump. And this is, I say, for everybody. And this one should win the Oscar for Best Documentary of the Year. Get yourself Where's My Roy Cohn? Fascinating shit. Where's my Roy Cohn? Where's Roy Cohn? was Trump's uh, mentor, guru. Roy Cohn is a devil. He is really Satan. He's dead now. He died from AIDS a long time ago. But everything, you could see how Trump operates by how Roy Cohn told him to operate. And how, matter of fact, if you listen during the impeachment trials, Trump actually even came up and with a statement. Who's going to be my Roy Cohn? So Roy Cohn was a New York City lawyer. A gay man who wouldn't even claim to be gay, but was flamboyantly gay. I mean, it, it's, put it this way, Ned. If this bores you, you could send me a text, cuss me out. I won't even respond. <laughs> I, would, I, think, I think that if you've seen this, you'll go, that was a fascinating month. You're going to hate him. 
The whole idea of the documentary is to hate him. There's nothing lovable about him. He is I'll not a out, nice person. Where's my Roy Cohn? Was he from New York too? Yeah, he's a he's a New Yorker. Oh. He, matter of fact, he was Trump's lawyer and Trump's father lawyer when Trump's father was up in Harlem and he had all those racial discrimination cases where he wouldn't yeah. let black people move in his building. Roy was his lawyer. When he sued the NFL, Roy was his lawyer. John Gotti's original lawyer before that Bruce Cutler guy was Roy. Oh, wow. If the case is dirty and filthy and is mucky, that's what Roy wanted. The dirtier, the better. I mean, this is a man who lived a high life, owned two Rolls Royces, and never paid a bill. He never fucking even paid his own rent. He never paid for his own clothes. He died with a $15,000, can you believe this shit, a $15,000 cleaner's bill. Because he wouldn't even pay the fucking cleaners. Oh, my God. He did whatever, but the dude was in bed with Reagan, Nixon, or every president from like the 1950s on. He, they were all his buddies. So, so he basically had to grab the world by his balls. Yes, and if you if you look, like I said, if you look at what Roy did, how Trump operates. See, Trump operates as though he has secrets on everybody who comes against him. And he yeah. was taught that because Trump's not smart. Not at all. But Trump had, somebody once told me something. They said the luckiest person in the world has a real mentor, just one real mentor. Your mentor is not your friend. It's not your buddy. They tell you shit that they see for you. Your one job is to fucking listen. Because they only, now if they're a true mentor, they're going to guide you exactly where you need to be. This dude seen what Trump could be. He even said it on a TV show all the way back in the 80s. This man is going to be president. And I'm going to put this, I'm going to put the fucking wheels in motion to make him believe that he could do it. He's more than a real estate guy. That's what he told him. He was on some TV show in New York. He was like, you know what? You're more than a real estate guy. You're the president of the United States. Trust me. You can bank on that shit. What happened? As much as we despise this motherfucker, he's the president of the United States. You know what? The other day, I don't like, I'm not going to be quick about Trump. So the other day, I did watch, because I was interested about why is his rally so popular. So I just happened to watch a little bit, like maybe 20 minutes of his last rally. I'm like this motherfucker's just a he's like a motivational speaker to I don't like to use I don't like to say he's a motivational speaker to people that don't know how to look up facts. I think that's the best way to say it. Oh, and also he's a he's a leader to those who really are sheep and want to be led. I know exactly what you're talking about. This was in oh, Toledo, Ohio. It was his first campaign rally of 2020. And what's disgusting about it is the anti-Trump people who show up at his rallies, he yep. doesn't even have balls enough to let them stay. He kicks them out, which I think is really fucked up. Yes. I think you should be able Everyone to have has a to be on his counterpoint. Side. Yeah. Well, as he says, he's the greatest, biggest, most wonderful, blah, blah, blah. I need your help with something. 
And because I'm not there and you get to see this, you see the news, you read the papers, blah, blah, blah. So Cuomo wants to come up with a plan to ban serial sex offenders from the subways and buses. What the fuck is his idea behind this? How is he going to do this? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. First of all, I don't know how you police it, but you put like a, with some collars they put on the dogs that get shocked after <laughs> they pass a certain area. You know what? I don't know. How, how do you police that? Do you go to the train station and they say, hey, what's your name? Let me look at the sex offenders list. I, I particularly love what you said. I think these motherfuckers should walk around with collars where they could be shocked by people. <laughs> you know, like Frankenstein. But no, I guess you get a special you get a special lockup after but here's the thing. You say a sex offender is out on parole or probation. Part of the uh probation or parole uh requirements is that you seek or have employment. Are these people supposed to have like jets and jetpacks to get to work? Yeah, or what, were they supposed to bike 60 miles to work? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, you know what? I live in the Bronx. I have a job down in uh, Wall Street at a village. I'll walk from the Bronx through rain, sleet, hell, and snow every day and back home every night. Yeah, these will be the most fit sex offenders on the planet. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I can't. I don't even know why people revolted for Cuomo. To tell you the truth, I, one of the guys I don't really like. Yeah, well, you know what? Cuomo and De Blasio both come off as numbskulls. They they don't really do any justice outside of New York. For uh, first of all, it makes you rethink what the fuck is going on with New Yorkers because I thought everybody didn't like De Blasio to begin with, but they refused to vote for a woman. Well, they voted, well, I think, so when the Blasio first won, I used to watch those debates, and everyone thought that woman, I can't remember her name, was going to win. And I kept saying this woman, yeah, I kept saying this lady is not going to win because every time she got up on stage, it was like a robot. She said the exact same thing she said on the news, on any time she was being interviewed, I was like, she's not going to win. This lady's not saying anything new. It's like she just has a script and she's sticking to it because people say she's the favorite. And sure mm. enough, the Blasio blew her out the water. Now, I didn't think the Blasio was going to win a second term. Because I, no, I knew once he went against the cops, he at least was going to gain the black people vote, while the other lady was not 100% on board with talking about stop and frisk. So I think de Blasio came in at a good time where she was towing the line of, oh, stop it first might be good, but you know what? It might be bad. And I think that's what basically won him the first election. The second election, I don't know how the hell he won. I just think people refused to vote for that Republican. Yeah, it's going to be even worse. Uh, now, I, I wanted to just touch on this real quick, and I we said we, we're not going to mess with this knucklehead too much. Now, did you see the pictures this week of all those planes in Utah from that Air Force base, that show of force with all those jets? No, I didn't, I didn't see that. Well, if you if you or anybody else who's listening have not seen that, and you want to see something that looks 
like some serious Star Wars shit. This is just one Air Force base called Hill Air Force Base in Utah. Uh, the four, $4.2 billion worth of fighter planes all on one hangar going down a, uh, these B-52 bombers. It is an awesome sight to behold. I mean, because, you know, we had this idiot threatening to destroy cultural sites in Iran. You know, he wasn't talking about military bases or targets of terror. He was talking about, like, blowing up their museums and their religious stuff. I mean, he's a lunatic, and I'm glad that they pulled him back from that because that that's insane. You're talking about a people that will want to destroy you and kill you forever? Destroy? That's like going to somebody's house and burning their baby pictures. You can't do that. They'd rather you smack them in the face than burn their baby pictures. Because it's not like you could repose for a baby picture. Totally agree. Yeah. Now, we got this guy. This is this is fucking crazy, Nat. A dude over in, in England, right? This uh, Reynard Singer. They gave him 30 years to life. The dude raped 195 men. Oh, my God. What he would do is drug them, or he would find them drunk coming from bars, slip them another Mickey, and then rape them. 195 fucking men. I mean, I think that when you do something like that, and I, I'm sure the UK don't have it, but as far as I'm concerned, that's some death penalty shit. That's yeah. a lot of people's... And if they bust them for 195, I bet you that number's more like 500. Not telling how many people didn't report it. Yeah, they said more people are reporting it daily. This was just the last number I've seen, you know. Oh, uh, now, we oh, was uh, talking about, we was talking about this, uh, the uh, the people who uh, are sex offenders and how they're going to get to work. I seen a story that really upset me this week. Mississippi has what we call a debtor's prison, Right. Well, you can't leave jail until you pay full restitution to your crimes. But these people are working minimum wage jobs. Like one lady owes like 15 grand, but she's working at Popeye's for $7.25 an hour. Oh, that's crazy. So what they do is they take, they give her only $10 out of her paycheck per week, right? To buy like toothpaste and women needs and stuff like that. But at seven dollars and twenty-five cents per hour, and you owe fifteen grand, you know what? It'd be better off if you just give her a time, a sentence, and let her max out, because she could wind up doing two years longer just to pay back. Because on top of that, then you have to pay the state to hold you. I mean, we're fucked up. We're the only country in the world, really, that we people get locked up and they have to pay to be locked up. I don't even know. So you basically just saying I'm gonna be in jail so I can pay these people back. Well, that that is a hundred percent what I'm saying. And see, in the, in the seventies, there were a bunch of other southern states that were doing it, and they even said, you know what, this is fucked up. We can't do this. These people. Could you imagine a dude is serving? He get a one year sentence for some violation 
he he banged into your car, but he couldn't pay you back. Uh, he couldn't pay you for your fender, but because it was his second DUI, he's arrested. But he don't have a job. How the fuck is he gonna pay you seventeen hundred for your fender? So he wound up doing three years over seventeen hundred dollars. That's just not. That's not supposed to be America. That's not what we're supposed to be about. We're not supposed to lock people up just because they're poor. Now, Man, I remember one time I went. <clears throat> I got a ticket. It was years ago. I get the. I go to. I go fight the ticket. They found me guilty, whatever. So I go down to the court because I have to pay a fine. But at that time, I didn't have it. I was like, listen, I could pay a hundred dollars a week at that time. They're like, yo, if you don't just give us the money now, we just gonna put it on your on your credit report. I was like, damn, y'all don't even try to work <laughs> work it out. I was like, listen, if y'all gonna put it on the credit report anyway, because there's no way I could pay y'all the fine, then do what y'all got to do. Cause what do you want me to do? Wish up the 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 loan? I mean, uh, the payment. Listen, I had a buddy. Possible. I had a buddy. He couldn't get a driver's license because he was backed up on his child support. I didn't even yep. know that was a such thing. You yeah, got to pay your that. child support before you can get a driver's But the thing is, suppose you need a driver's license to work. So you're a yep. trucker. So you can't. I mean, it's a, there's a poor penalty in this country that it doesn't affect all of us because we're just not that poor. But there's a poor tax. So you can't, like I have a buddy who got tickets before he had a driver's license, right? So say he, he did drag racing because drag racing, believe it or not, was a big thing in Brooklyn back in the 80s. And he would get busted for these drag races and they would give him tickets. And like an idiot, he never paid the tickets. Now these shits have compounded interest over 30 years. So he goes to get a driver's license. They tell him something like, you owe us 40 grand, dude. You're lucky we're not locking you up. And the only reason we're not locking you up is because the statute of limitations have passed. But you're still on the books for owing us this money. So he's a 50, damn near 60-year-old man who could never get a driver's license because of these tickets that he has when he was 14 and 15 years old. That's crazy. You would think at a certain time they would just take that off yeah well i'm glad i'm not using my government name because i've had credit cards from when i was younger them shits have just disappeared and they're not even on my credit report yeah. anymore and my mother you know, told me when i was younger i used to order her, uh, for mother's day and stuff i used to just go online i was, you know, I was like 11 and just order her mother's day gifts from like fingerhood and all those other little magazines and then they used to call her like well miss you got to pay the bill she's like and then I thought you gave a 10-year-old credit. Yeah, I, I think I, I might have left the finger hut bill out there myself. And it just <laughs> disappeared because, you know what, I checked my credit. I'm I'm responsible adult. Yeah. I checked my credit. I think after seven, they, they have to take it off. Even if they, they might have never put it there because, like I said, I was under a certain age. I didn't know my social security number, so I don't know how they was giving me the credit. Yeah, that was that was horrible. They sent me that stupid fucking book, and I got excited and, I actually yep. used it too. They still send me that back. book. I'm like, well, why are y'all sending me? This? If you're in the Dell order at Finger Hut, you you can't order from Amazon. Really, they don't allow you? No, I'm just saying because the stuff costs way more. So 
if you're an adult, that means you have no credit where you could get something from Amazon because oh, okay. why would you order from Finger Hut for double the price? I have to say, I've become their little bitch lately. Over the last six months, me and Amazon have become like real tight. You and can't I avoid them. They, 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 I didn't expect to do great, And they come in two days, sometimes one day. Listen, last Saturday, uh, I brought a T-shirt from Amazon. Or last Thursday, I brought a T-shirt from Amazon. I get a knock on my door Sunday. Last Sunday while watching a football game, it's fucking Amazon delivering my T-shirt. Like, <laughs> on a Sunday? And this yeah. is not even, this is after Christmas? He's like, yeah, man, have a good day. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I've gotten headphones from them. I've, I mean, the only thing I don't like about Amazon is they hold my credit card information in the system. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you can remove it, but then you have to add it every time you go in. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got into some stuff this year. I got, I got me a Fitbit. I love my fucking Fitbit. Um, I mean, do I use it for everything? No, but I like to log my water, and I like that it keeps track of my sleep and stuff like that. Is, so, is, is like one you wear on your arm? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a watch. Fitbit watch. Oh. I got the Versa, too. I was going to get the Samsung. I don't... I live in a anti... We are a complete 100% anti-Apple house. Yeah. Apple, nothing comes in this house. You couldn't give me an iPhone. I don't want it. I don't want to learn. I'm an Android person. I'm strictly yep. Android. I was the same way, but I'm slowly, look like I'm slowly changing over. I don't got a Mac, and I got a, got an iPad. The last Android left is my cell phone. And I would have well, probably switched over to an iPhone, but the lady in the store was like, oh, if you get the new iPhone, we're going to add $45 to your bill. I was like, no, thank you. Well, see, you Apple people are the big shots. You want to pay. You want to pay four times what us Android people want to pay. Like, okay, an Android, an Apple Watch, an Apple Fit Watch, smart watch, is damn near six hundred dollars. Yeah, makes no sense. A Fitbit smart watch is about two twenty nine. Yep. Samsung about two ninety nine. Fossil is about two ninety nine, and those are all the big boys. But you can't get that Apple Watch for like less than four fifty. Yeah. And, I'm not, I, like I said, I haven't I haven't made the switch on cell phones, but I would say when it came to the computer, my especially my laptop, I haven't been dissatisfied with a laptop in a long time. The thing still works as if I just bought it out the store. And I never have now, to, like, uninstall apps or anything. Me, personally, I went in a direction I probably wouldn't have went. My wife loves her Samsung tablet. I actually went with the Fire HD. I like it. The only thing I don't like about the Fire HD is the fact that it has its own search engine. It's some weird fucking search engine. So it's not like you're using Google or... MSN or anything, it's this weird search engine. I don't yeah, I even know what a lot of companies are going with that now. Because even like um, for Christmas, my daughter got a laptop. It of course it has Microsoft on it, 
But they don't they don't allow you to change to like Google Chrome. They you have to use Internet Explorer unless you turn off uh the the safety feature for Windows 10. And I'm like this makes no sense. Yes, I uh, I don't I uh the clarity on that uh Fire HD is fantastic. Yeah, I know the videos are the videos look amazing. And it's linked directly to Amazon. So it's an Amazon product. Yeah. And on top of it, I have a 10-inch. And that shit's only a... It was $149 two years ago. I looked it up this week. It's $149 still today. Yeah. I mean, her, her Samsung is much more expensive than mine. But I've had this tablet now for about two years. And just like you... It's like I just took it out the box this morning. I yeah. mean, it was... the only thing, like, even with the, like, uh, <clears throat> like, I just had the Galaxy Note 9. And when you, when I first get the phone, they have all these pre-installed, I call it bloatware, all these pre-installed apps that's just taking up memory and it eventually slows down the phone. This is why I went back to, to the Pixel. I was like, at least when I got the Google phone, there's nothing on this phone. So it's a clean slate. It's only what I want to put on the phone. Well, actually, when it comes to phones, I'm a big LG guy. I love LG. Okay. I've I've been using the LG now. I would say, damn, close to ten years. All right. So LG, that's like the LG one or like the Nexus, because I know they used to make Nexuses. You know what? I don't even know what the hell uh, uh version this is. Uh, it's not an old phone. It's not. No, I'm not saying that I've had the same phone for ten years. No, no, no. I know that. I know that. But I know LG used to make Google phones. That's why. That's why I was asking. Oh no, 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 no. It's not a uh, Google phone. It's an Android. It's uh because you know you know how the world goes. It's a certain for me a tablet has to be ten inches. Has to. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely. not dealing with eight. I'm not dealing with no seven point one. My phone yeah, because I had a mini, be... and I was like, so I would fly, and I would always take my own movies on the plane. And I'm like, it's just not like watching my other tablet. So now and... I just load everything on the other tablet and gave the mini to my daughter. Yeah, I have I have uh, electronic rules. Like my laptop, which I don't, I decided that I never travel with a laptop anymore because I got the phone, I got the tablets, I don't need yeah. it. So my laptop is always a 15 plus, always. Right, because I have a laptop in this room I use as a studio, so I need a big screen while I'm talking. I can look at what I'm, you know, my subject matter. But then I have a computer I keep in my living room, so I have multiple computers. But the laptop, I used to get 13s because I might have traveled, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not traveling with no 15. And besides, I don't want that little screen no more. I'm, I'm, as you get. Trust me, Net, as you get older, you're going to want shit bigger. Yep. Trust like, me, I'm, my eyesight is going a little bit, too, so uh, I have problems now reading standard messages on my cell phone. Yeah, I have, I have a 50 or 55-inch TV in the living room, but my other ones are 39s because they're bedrooms, so yeah. I don't need a big... First of all, uh, HD TVs... Or I have 4K. They're supposed to fit the surrounding area. You don't just go out and buy a 150 inch screen because you can afford it. 
If yep. it doesn't fit the right room, it's taking up too much space. It looks blocky and gaudy. It doesn't make sense. 39 is great for a bedroom, for me. Yep. You know? And I like the 4K, but I refuse to go smart. I don't need my TV talking to me. I mean, I have to keep Alexa quiet in my fucking house. It seems to be on everything. And I hate that bitch. Oh, yeah. I got Google on pr- practically everything now. But for the, I don't have, like, the smart TVs with the cameras, but I have smart as in you can add, like, the Netflix and the apps to the TV. You can surf the web. But I don't even use that stuff because I have my um everything connected to a fire stick. So I just change the source to the fire stick. Me, personally, everything I seem to have in here has a camera attached. So the first thing that I do is I get myself a nice piece of little a box. Oh, like a webcam tape. cover? Every, man, webcam. I'm not buying one. I make yeah. my own. Oh, okay. Because this one has, my other computer has, I mean, damn, my uh, tablet has, my phone has. I mean, I keep them all covered. I don't do video. First of all, I'm I'm on Instagram. I don't do any video. I don't DM anybody. I ain't got nothing to tell you in private that I can't say to you in public. And I don't want you looking into my world. And matter of fact, I think it's kind of fake and phony anyway. We could shut off Alexa all we want, Siri all we want. I guarantee you, I don't know if this happens to you, Net. This happens to me all the time. Me and my wife could be talking about peanut butter and jelly. Yep. Right. Just from, <laughs> and then I go online, and you know what be on the front page of YouTube? Uh, you, Yahoo, fucking peanut yep. butter jelly. Me like, how do they always know what we talking about? Because I tell you, I be like, yo, they because we be like the, you know, those like Alexas, the Googles. They're like, oh, we don't want them in the house. I'm like, yo, your cell phone is listening to you anyway. Something's listening. Trust your me. Your cell phone is definitely listening to you because anything I talk about, it pops up on my goddamn. It comes up as an ad on Instagram, Facebook, Yahoo. You know what? I'm like, God damn. Net, thank you. Because I need to, when I, when we finish this, that's the first thing I'm going to tell my wife, that it ain't just us. Because she says it all the time. How do we be talking about, like, I'm, I am not going to sit here and lie to you. I haven't become the greatest of all time or even a big timer. I have become a sneakerhead. Oh, okay. I'm a little ashamed of myself because I don't believe in having too much more than you need, but because I donate, matter of fact, early this year, I think I donated like eight pairs of sneakers and they were all in great shape. But I got like seven pair unworn sneakers. I'm talking Jordans. I've been buying a lot of farming shit, stuff that I know when I go outside, I ain't nobody going to have. Nobody going to have it, yep. Nobody, I can guarantee. But some of it I've been hoarding. I'm, I got like seven, like I said, I got like seven pairs of sneakers sitting in this room that I have not even taken out of the box. You know, and, and I ain't the world's biggest Jordan fan as far as sneakers because they're ridiculously priced, but I yeah. had to get some too. Yeah, I, I just saw a pair. I like, I very normally, my set price. My sneakers is normally less than $100. But these Jordans I had when I was growing up, I really liked them. So I was like, you know what? Why not? 
It's mm. not like I'm, I don't have the income. So I was like, why not? Every now and then, get what you like. You know what? That's 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 what you get your ass to work for every day, and you put in those hours, not just to provide food and shelter and make sure that your little girl is fine. If you're miserable and you ain't getting the best out of it too, then there's a problem. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. Like, yo, you want to live? All right, great, save because everybody needs to save money. But you got to enjoy some money too, man. You got to be able to Ooh. do things. Go on vacation, something. Buy something you actually like or want. <laughs> Buy something you actually want. This it pisses me off. My wife calls me cheap, but I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I spend money. But I like to not spend money when I don't have nothing to spend it on. And sometimes I find myself like, do you need anything? Or is everything that you just a want? And I, I, I separate the two. Do I want it or do I need it? But if I need it, if I want it bad, I'm getting it. Yeah, it's like, so I, I remember there was a painting that I wanted in my living room. And I was like, I think it was like 350 I was like, I'm not paying $350 for a stupid painting. Now I left. Then I woke up the next day, and the first thing on my damn mind was that painting. So I was, <laughs> I was talking to my mother about it. She's like, I always say, if you go to bed and you wake up and you still thinking about it, just go buy it because that means you really want it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some sports and get out of here, man. Yep. We, got the, we got the NFL today at 430. We got the Minnesota Vikings. They're going into San Francisco to play those 49ers. Who you like, that boy? Man, after they disrupted my Saints last week, I got to go with the 49ers. You know what? I think that should be an outstanding game, and I really look forward to it. But I've been I've been rocking with many all year, and I'm going to continue to rock with them even though they're on the road. Depends on how Kirk Cousin plays, but I just I don't I kinda, know because. They feed, they run it. Last week they fed they running back as if it was going out of style. I was like, damn, Saints can't figure out they can keep running the ball down their throat. Yeah, yeah, Cook is pretty, is damn good. Now, our 8-15 game is the Titans versus the Ravens in Baltimore. Oh, man. I've been watching a lot of sports TV this week, and everyone's going. Boy, no one's giving the Titans a chance other than, I think, Skip. And I am going to go against the grade and say the Titans pulled this out, let's say, by a touchdown. I mean, by a field goal. Listen, one thing that I like, I like the Titans gangster. The Titans are a tough-ass team. They remind me of their coach, Vable. They play hard. Matter of fact, these two teams are a lot alike. Heavy on the run. They pass what they need, and they got good defenses. But I think that it becomes a total failure if the Ravens don't win. I see the Ravens winning a nail-biter. I Not think what happens is people are going to, if the Ravens lose, people are going to complain because it's going to be what they said about you shouldn't have sat everybody in that last game of the season. Hmm. But technically, they haven't played in two weeks. Uh, two two weeks or three? Because they didn't play well, week seventeen. They missed on. last week, so this is gonna be the third week. Yeah, that that is a lot of time to not take punishment. Yeah. So, Tomorrow. Sometimes it takes some time to get back into the flow of the game. Yeah, that's true, especially a running game. 
because a running team is momentum yeah. and reputation. But let me tell you, if they come out in the first quarter and punch the Titans in the mouth and jack up the score like in the first and quarter, I think they'll they'll win. But if, yeah, but if it's a tight game in the first second quarter, I think the Titans are gonna pull it out. Yeah, because that's when Henry beat you up in the third yeah. and fourth quarter. Nobody wants to tackle him in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. He's too damn big. Now, Sunday at 3 o'clock, we got the Texans are going into Kansas City to play the Mahomes, which are the Kansas City Chiefs, for those of you who do Yeah, know. after watching the Texans last week, I don't think they're going to beat um, Kansas City. So I'm going, with, I'm going with Kansas City. So am I. I don't think they have the offense. Yeah, last week I felt like they won by the skin of their teeth. And then last but not least, the game I'm least interested in out of all the games is the Seahawks are going into Green Bay. The only thing that makes this game interesting to me is that they said that there might be 10 inches of snow and it's going to be freezing. Uh, I'm, I think, I'm just not interested in the Seahawks, period. So I, I don't, don't like, like to see Aaron Seahawks. Rodgers, but... I would like to see Russell Wilson, too. That game is awesome. I really don't care who wins that game. Either do I. I don't like either team. These are two of my least favorite teams in the entire league. But I'm going to go – I'm going to pull the race card, and I'm going to go with the brother, Russell Wilson, on this one over everybody's – everybody's his fanboy, Aaron Rodgers. I've I've had enough of Aaron Rodgers. I would like to have next week them talk about why he lost instead of – how he's going to win. Think that they did Green Bay start off a little bad this season? He did. Yes, he yeah. did. Do you he know what? Go. They will win. I just want a new quarterback. So I don't want any of those two quarterbacks to win the championship. I want someone new to go to the Super Bowl, two new teams that never won before, and 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 fight till they someone bring home bring home the championship. Yeah, well you got you got your chance. You know what? If you said the Ravens versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I would be – hold on. You, that can't happen because they're both AFC. Damn. If you said the Ravens versus San Francisco in the Super Bowl, I'd be excited. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take now, that. But two new quarterbacks. These are, um, wait, Rodgers got a Super Bowl, right? Rodgers has one. Yes, he does. Yeah, so Rodgers and Wilson has one. Let, let someone else go. Let's get a fresh face in there. Did you see Joel Embiid's finger? No, did this happen last night? No, this happened like Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, no. Google Joel Embiid's finger, people. Uh, Personally, it's not going to be pretty, but he's going to be out one to two weeks. He has uh, torn ligaments. And, I, you know, I like to talk about the uh, what I call the games of the week. It's very yep. quick. Uh, today's game of the week is going to be the 76ers versus the Mavs. Simmons versus... Uh, Donachick? Yeah. I love the Mavs, man. They look... They be, they, they're they pressing the hell out of me. Luka Donka. Yeah, Luka. He's a good guy. He's awesome. Okay. That guy can play ball. Tonight, you also have the Lakers versus OKC. Not interested. Monday, you got the 76ers and the Pacers. Nothing worth a damn on Tuesday. Wednesday, you got the Raptors versus OKC. Thursday, you got the Celtics versus the Bucks. That should be a good game. Friday, you got the Heat versus OKC. 
And that's what I call the best matchups of the week. First of all, to be a matchup of the week game, you gotta both teams have to be over five hundred. If anybody's under five hundred, they're automatically eliminated. That's why my Spurs have not and don't make the list, no matter who they're playing. <laughs> you know? And last but not least, Monday night at eight PM, we have in New Orleans again the national championship. We got Trevor Lawrence going up against the Heisman Trophy winner from LSU, Joe Barrow. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is from Clemson, so it's Clemson versus LSU. I'm going to take the lesser of the two evils here. I don't hate Louisiana as much as I hate South Carolina. So I'm going to go with LSU to win the national championship because I don't like Clemson, man. I don't like what they represent and that racist shit they do every year on their campus. So fuck Clemson, you know. And that's from Mercedes Benz Super Dome. I mean Super Bowl, Super Dome. Damn, that's a great, that's a great arena. And that means LSU is home. They get home cooking. And besides, I think that if LSU wins the national championship, their coach is a lot more fun interview. I mean, he'd be memorable. You know, uh, Louisiana is a great, great city. If you've never been, uh, just if you go at a wrong time, you can literally melt. You will yeah. turn into a puddle and say, what's that shit underneath me? I went in yeah. August recently, and it was death. Yeah. But if you love food, music, drinking, and partying, Louisiana is for you. And the women ain't that bad looking for single men. So... You know what? They they did there, some perks to Louisiana other than that swampy swamp. <laughs> so that shit is a it's a swampy swamp. Hey Ned, man, it's been my pleasure having you, brother. Yeah, it's I mean, been great, you, man. I'll call in whenever I can. And you're always welcome to do so. And I'm Thanks, gonna tell man. everybody, like I tell them each and every time, we out of here. Peace to you. And peace to yours. Net, be easy, my brother. Enjoy your day. All right, day. have a good one, bro. You too.